You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I'm Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. Uh, So grateful that you have joined me today from all over the world. And uh, you're going to be blessed and empowered today. Well, it is a beautiful spring day here in the ATL. It's been an absolutely gorgeous week. I'm so grateful that every week you open up your heart, your homes, your iPhones, <laughs> however you listen to me to to hear, um, you know, just powerful guests. And today is no exception. Uh, today I'm going to be talking to my best friend for 30 years. She's a baller, y'all. Ave Maria Montgomery. She's going to talk about how to change, bounce back, and always win get ready. So I want you to follow me on social media. Uh, Instagram is Law of Attraction. Constance, the same thing for TikTok. Facebook is Coach with Constance. Twitter is LOA Constance. I think that is it. Uh, If you are looking for a Law of Attraction coach, I am your girl. You're not only getting a coach, but you're getting a master's level a professional counselor with 30 years experience. Uh, So I'm going to help you to get really clear about what you desire, develop strategies that move you from where you are to where you desire to be. I think the gift that I bring is that my 30 years has just taught me the power Uh, and the strategy for changing behavior. I'm going to help you identify your limiting beliefs. You will not manifest what your sub any higher than what your subconscious truly believes. We know that your subconscious houses everything that's ever happened to you, all of your feelings, experiences, beliefs. Uh, it holds your paradigms. I'm going to teach you how to shift and change those paradigms. And then lastly, I'm going to give you all of the law of attraction tools, a vision board, scripting, journaling, how to use affirmation, visualization, uh, imagination, and boy, do I have uh, some powerful stories that you can watch. Uh, Go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, and just take a look at some of my coaching testimonies. You guys have heard them on my show if you've been listening to me. So if you're tired of wishing and hoping for life to change. If you if you tired of waiting for your breakthrough, then email me this week. Let's do a 30-minute discovery call. I'm going to listen to you, and uh, I would love and would be honored to partner with you to help make your dreams uh, just an astounding success. So we're going to get right to the show today. Uh, I want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit. Let's take a deep breath in, everybody. And I'm going to be right back after these quick commercials. So stay tuned. Are you feeling stuck? 
Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited and I know what you're saying. I'm so excited I forgot to put my timer on. Um, I know what you're saying, Constance, you're always excited. But I have a very special, special guest today. My very special guest is my own BFF, my own best friend for over, I was trying to calculate it today, 25 or 30 years, Ave Maria Montgomery. And, um, you know, I was thinking, you know, I've interviewed celebrities, Grammy winners, uh, all of these experts all over the world. And here I have been connected with a very powerful, spiritual, successful, rich woman for 30 years. Has it been 30 years, Ave? 20, yes. okay, okay, 30 years. But let me give her proper due. And we're going to be talking about how can you change, bounce back and win. And Ave Maria does that better than anybody that I know. But let me give you some of her credentials. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's a certified dream coach and life coach, a motivational speaker extraordinaire. Uh, She started her, uh, she worked at Lockheed for, I think, uh, 19 years until I called her one day and said, girl, what are you doing on that J-O-B? And um, it was after that we'll share that story that she became this very powerful uh, entrepreneur. So she, for 18 years, she worked at uh, Lockheed Martin. Uh, in 1994, she formed Spexel Training and Professional Development, and the mission of that company is motivational speaking, professional and leadership training, and one-on-one coaching. She's been awarded, listen everybody, 20 contracts in multiple cities, and she won't say this, but I will, totaling millions of dollars and impacting tens of thousands of people, especially women all over the world. Uh, She is just an awesome person. I don't know anybody that can be as focused and um, uh, I call it dogged determination as she is when she sets her mind to something. And with the pandemic of of, uh, COVID-19, she transitioned uh, yet again, and she's the VP of operations for a pharmaceutical transportation company. And we're going to be talking about that in life, you need support and friendship, even though you might be very successful. So I want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit. So Ave Maria Montgomery, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Can you hear me? Thank you so much for having me. I can now. Okay. 
Oh, what happened to my little kind of froze up here? Okay, we can't have that. <laughs> so here we go. Can you believe we've been friends for 30 years? I can believe it. It's been grace. It's been a divine gift from the God. And so, yes, I can believe it. But so, it has been a quick journey, you know, time uh, flies and you're having fun. <laughs> and so we just want to share, we're going to get a little personal right here and have a little fun. And then I'm going to let Ave share some of her wisdom nuggets uh, because so many people, especially after COVID-19, really don't have any friendship in their lives. And so, you know, I would say that for the 30 years, it's been a journey. It hasn't been perfect. We've had to work through things, but remember we made a covenant that we would never allow success and money to, to pull us apart. Right. You know, we've had to shift and change and work through things. Y'all, I know how I am. I know I, I'm sometimes I'm something to deal with and um, she has been there for me. So we want to display at the beginning of the program, just kind of what it's been like for us. And then Ave is going to share some nuggets around how do you change, bounce back, and then still win in life? So Ave, uh, we're going to let people get in our business just a little bit. So in our 30 years, how different? So she's going to answer. These are going to be quick round questions. In our 30 years of friendship, uh, how would you say, uh, how different are we? Night and day. <laughs> <laughs> in that you're sophisticated and light and airy, but just you're about business. That's one thing I truly respect. Still mm -hmm. about business, but light and airy. Um, some people would say maybe a little uh, snooty, but you're really not. See, those are the people that don't know you because mm -hmm. really you're down to earth underneath all of the light and airy. But then you take me, I'm kind of loud, crazy, <laughs> from the hood, you know, I'm direct and focused, you know, but yet I'm about business. So we got our, uh, our, our part dynamics, but then we've got that income and we're both about business and being successful. So it's a good, good team. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Ave is very, if you if you take the disc profile, she's a D. That's dominant business focus. Her first her first layer will be D. My first is I. Uh, people connecting, chatting, socializing, etc. But her second layer is I. My second layer is D. I had to learn that in business. So we clashed, and uh, especially in the mornings when she would call, and she would say. She would say, I need you to do so and so, so and so. I said, well, hold up. Wait a minute. And first of all, good doggone morning. And so. <laughs> and then I'd be, oh, yeah, good morning. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to do so and so and so. so. <laughs> right, right. So in relationships, you work through those things. And so another question, what is the one area that you feel like we both are sensitive in? I know my answer, but I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> um. Well, you know, you're sensitive about angel. I am. <laughs> and, um, you know, in your coaching and in your counseling over these years, I've heard you say you never really talk to people as far as um, getting real deep into their relationships, you know, women and their men and people and their children. And angel's your baby. And so yeah. you're a sensitivity that I yeah. have learned. 
walk on like eggshells. <laughs> you're doing a good job. But I would say you're sensitive about your children. You, you, ooh, everybody. You can't say nothing about her children. She may come and ask me, well, what do you think about this with her son? For example, I use Andre as an example. And man, I had to learn over the years, Constance, do not coach your BFF in those two areas or you're behind. It's really going to be in trouble. But once again, this is loving and accepting who we are, where we are, and kind of like understanding that's her gift this is my gift this is her weakness this is this is my weakness okay so uh, let's talk of share a funny time between us think of a time when we did something really funny that made you laugh well and th- i could like think of a a time like a laugh but a time when i was just just really had a great fun time is when we went home, we went to your hometown. I don't know that I can divulge where that is, but you anyway, can. they know where I'm from. Hometown in Tennessee. And uh, and you you all had the friends and family weekend. Okay. And we had uh, y'all had the big party, and it was just so much fun being with you and the family. And I just yeah, felt man. like family and uh, with your sister and your brother that have now, you know, gone home to be with the Lord and I was just reflecting on what a great time we had that weekend. Just partying. I remember and that. And and <laughs> having fun. Of course, you weren't doing any of that partying and drinking. That. <laughs> so everybody, I bet you a party. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Ave is a party animal. And what, what, what am I? I am. Uh, you like to have fun. I like to have fun, but just yeah. in my own way. In your own way. Okay, so, <laughs> so this is one that I thought was so funny. You bring the tears to my eyes. So Ave called me. We're talking about friendships and shifting and change. So she said, I want to go and buy um, a fake fur. And I said, a what? She said, a fake fur. I said, oh, no, girlfriend, we don't do fake. So I drug Ave Maria to, at that time, it was, it, it would be Macy's now first salon. I think I had my full length mink coat, didn't I, Ave, already? So I had my full length mink coat and I drug Ave Maria to the Macy's first salon. I said, oh no, we don't do, uh, we don't do a fake fur. And I coerced her into getting a real mink coat. And then after that, I said, we're going to the Ritz Carton and we're not staying uh, in a regular room. We're going club level. So the joke about that is now Ave Maria is addicted to the Ritz Carton. She can't stay in a regular room. She got to stay on club level. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But that was so funny. Me sort of like dragging you. You're like, oh, no, I'm not paying this much money. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. we're not doing fake fur we're doing really beautiful mink and i just thought that was funny so we're talking about french <laughs> so um so, so too. <laughs> you do so sharing experience where you really experienced or tapped into my gift and then i'm going to say when when I saw you in your gift, share an experience like that. When you saw me walking in my gift and purpose. Well, 
again, collaboratively over the 20 years of, yeah. um, I call it ministering, however, you know, working in business and just really seeing you for 20 years, how the women would come into our program or uh, executives would come into the uh, coaching sessions or the uh, professional development sessions, but primarily the women's program where they would come in disillusioned, downtrodden, no confidence, uh, a lot of times no skills about how to move forward with life. And then I would just watch you in your gift and how you were, I mean, your anointing really, and how you would take the women almost like little birds, you know, how birds can have their wings damaged and they come in and they're broken, broken hearted, broken wings. But by the time you finished with them, uh, working in your gift of coaching, your gift of insight, your gift of direction, because, you know, you can't change a person. The person has got to want to evolve, but yeah. then you can give them the mechanics of evolution. And so when I just used to watch you over those 20 years working and instilling the mechanics of evolution into the women that were hungry and open to change and open to development and open to sprouting and being repaired and renewed and mended just to watch that dynamic over 20 years come in wounded brokenhearted wings broken but then when we take them out to the front porch to release them they're healed they're strong they're confident wings mended and they just fly away and soar like eagles to yeah. watch that process time and time and woman and woman again it was just powerful yeah and that's uh, who you are you are powerful in your thank gift you. dynamic thank you that is my gift well where i really saw your god gift and talent is in business when you make up your mind about something that's it i mean i watched you uh write proposals for these bids and I mean you would be just completely enmeshed and engrossed in uh, all of that all of the details all of the deliverables all of the exhibits and you never gave up you you were just so diligent and so resilient and so detailed and I used to ask you how in the world can you be that detail and she said well it was my 18 years working as an engineer when I had to stand and just be very specific and detailed about things but to see that process and to see you bid and to see you go to the meetings and to see you handle all of deliverables in the contracts was amazing so, so you know I just loved it and, and we all might be saying why are y'all sharing this because I'm just sharing you know, Steve Jobs had six people around him. <clears throat> he didn't talk to nobody else but those six people during the year. And so it is so important who you have in your life because you don't want to live your life by yourself and, 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 and all of that. You want to have friendship, but we're just showing that it ain't perfect. It's not easy. We don't see each other every day. There may have been seasons where we saw each other every day, maybe talk four or five times a day. Then there have been years when we talk maybe twice a week, but, but there have been times where we've both been gone 
maybe she was married or we're going to talk about that later on, or I was in a relationship and we didn't talk at all. But the, the spirit or the coming together divine connection is where it's at. True. So, so anything, the dream team is critical. Yeah, that is so true. Anything else you want to share, Ave, before we get into your story? No, we can get into it. Okay, everybody. So we're talking about uh, how can you um, change? How can you bounce back? And uh, how can you still win in life? Because I think COVID-19 really uh, woke all of us up in so many areas that, that, that really said to us, it's time for a change. And Ave Maria changes. I admire that about her quicker than anybody that I know of. So she's going to give us some nuggets. So I want to start, first of all, I didn't know you then with how in the world did you uh, change, bounce back, and win. Your mother was murdered. Tell us about that and how you walked through grief and what people can do who might be feeling some kind of way. Maybe they didn't lose a person. Here we are, everybody. We had a little technical difficulty, but we're back. And uh, I was asking Ave Maria about uh, how did she get over or move on or bounce back from her mother being murdered? And how does she have to change her mindset? And what can she say to people who may right now be experiencing some form of grief? I would say what the main, I was so young, you know, I was 19. So the thing that really, um, gave me the will to get up in the morning was just focusing on my brother. You know, so I would say one thing is to get you a focus or get you a reason to live, get you a reason to put one foot in front of the other, whether it be another family member or just what you've been taught. You know, my mother always taught me about, um, you know, going for your goals and those sorts of things. And so it was kind of instilled in me uh, in some senses of, of the word. But I would just say because I felt like I had to keep going for my brother who was dependent on me, that gave me what I needed to, to, to move forward. Well, we know grief can, can come at us in all different kinds of ways. Grief of a job. We're going to deal with that in a minute, but of a relationship of what we thought would be of, of putting our past behind us. What is it in you that just has that, man, you, and I'll say this about you, you, you put the past behind you quick and go to the next. What is that? For me, it's, it's a part of upbringing. I, I watched my grandmother, you know, go through uh, domestic violence and those kind of things and just keep going. It, I, I think it's part of my DNA. You know that book, Who Moved My Cheese? You got mm -hmm. him and Hong and Sniff and Scurry. And, you know, and I guess that goes with maybe different, different personality types or whatever. But I am a Scurry. When I see that things are changing or this direction is not going to work out for my good, then I just make that shift. <laughs> um, I can't really, I don't know if it's, it's that 
that Holy Spirit within me that says, you know, you, you've got to make a turn and you've got to go in this direction uh, if you want to be successful or if you want to survive, you know, you've got to make this turn. It's, that's the best way I can describe it. I'm a scurry. <laughs> okay. And so you don't, you don't, you don't uh, wallow in your feelings too long. You don't stay in your feelings. You, you may acknowledge your feelings, but you don't let them hold you back. From my mom's death, I learned because I was so young and didn't know. I did the whole, I got to be strong bit, you know, got to be strong for my brother, got to be strong to keep moving forward. But what I did, I ended up eating that and gaining a lot of weight. <laughs> you know, eating the feelings, eating the grief, eating the, even though I was shifting, I was stuffing. You understand what I'm saying? If, mm-hmm. if, if it makes any sense. And so I was stuffing the feelings, even though I was still in action. So what I would say is allow yourself to feel what you feel in the time that you're feeling it. It doesn't mean you have to be overwhelmed by things, get bogged down with the, with the overwhelmness of it all. Allow yourself to feel and then move on. Yeah. Move see, on. I, see, they changes quicker than I do. I stay in my feelings, maybe my makeup, my DNA, what I'm called to do. I feel my feelings longer than she does. And it takes me longer to change. But when I'm when I'm changed, I'm ready to go. So I'm just saying to listeners, you got to know who you are, know your personality type. But the bottom line is it is the will of God for you to not just stay in the past. Maybe you lost your job during COVID. We're going to get to that with Ave Maria. Maybe a lot of stuff happened to you. But, you know, like Dr. Wayne Dyer said, if you're thinking about the past, feeling the past, uh, talking about it, all into it with your imagination, every day you're going to create the same thing. But if you want something different, you have to get in another flow, another vibration, another spirit to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Ave, let's talk about business, everybody. We're we, we talking again about how can you change, how can you um bounce back and move forward i heard somebody say it's no more brick and mortar it's click and order (laughs) so people and that's nothing but the truth and a lot of people have had a difficult time with 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 business with careers uh do after covid so share with listeners a a little bit about your business story and uh, what was it like to be making all of that money I remember I called you out to make some money. And what did you do when your contracts ended after 20 years? How did you make that shift? Well, again, going back to my life operates upon a lot of faith. And you can't always see it. You know, faith is uh, things are not, they are already manifested. You're moving and you're operating on a belief system of what's gonna manifest in your future if you do what it is that you need to do. And so I believe the word, the word says that uh, your life will work out for the good. All things work for the good of those that love the Lord. I know that my relationship with the Lord is solid. And so when you're solid and you find that uh, be still and know that I am God moment, your meditation, your, you know, whatever you call it, you have those moments and the Holy Spirit or that still small voice, 
or whatever you are into mentally with your universe downloads to your mindset the directions that you should be taking, then for me, I make the move. Some people, uh, when they hear from the Holy Spirit or they download uh, and get an idea, uh, they, they sit and they meditate or they look into it or they think about it. Um, when I feel like I've heard from God, I'm moving. And uh, some people like that about me. Some people don't. But it's just how it's, it's one thing that's been successful as far as um, it has helped me to to make good business decisions. Uh, I'm more risk taker. Some people are more, uh, you know, it, it's all in who you are. You get like you said earlier, you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. So with the shift, I would say that the Holy Spirit had prepared me for the shift in that my business partner and I had been kind of looking into the whole transportation thing. We in no way were predicting the pandemic where we would need to make a shift or the thing that I had been doing for 20 years. I would have never predicted that it would just cold turkey shut down, but it did. And uh, but prior to that, about six months prior to COVID, I had been uh, looking into some other businesses, some maybe some this and that. And a friend of mine came to visit. A uh, friend of mine from college. And so we were doing one of our late night girlfriend chats, you know, and she was saying that her husband worked part time in uh, delivering pharmaceuticals. And I was like, you know, it just kind of like, eh, hold up, rewind. What did you say? You know, and uh, she shared with me and she connected with me with her husband and and he shared some of the dynamics of the business. And um, but when she said it, that Holy Spirit, that still small voice, that something told me, you know, whatever your something told, told me stuck with me, that, hmm, that might be something I need to look into. I shared it with my partner. We did our research and uh, just started moving in that direction. And then, of course, when God speaks to you and he's in it, he, he, you, you got to take your steps. You got to make your moves. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, I, I don't believe in, you know, what the Lord is going to work it out. He is going to work it out, but you still have to do what you're supposed to do. We went out and bought a truck and, uh, and then the Lord opened some doors for us, but, but all this sitting and thinking and hoping and wishing, um, no, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to work. Got a cough drop in my mouth. So did you grieve? the loss of your 20 years of training. I mean, how did you move from that so quickly? I saw that. I was sad about it. Uh, I still am. uh, The Lord and I have conversations about it now. Like, should I revisit that? Uh, Should I keep my certifications going in that direction just in case a door opens? I have not gotten, you know, I would say I'm at a place where I have not gotten clarity. I do still have all my licensing and Mm -hmm. all of that. Uh, But right now my focus is the new direction. And it's almost like if, if that door opened, Oh my God, how would I even have time to walk through it? Yeah. Because this other thing has just been growth upon growth upon growth every year in the middle of a pandemic, the business has grown a hundred thousand dollars every year. And so we've gone from one truck to what now seven. Uh, we have a, a fleet of seven 
seven vehicles and no eight vehicles and uh, seven employees. And so, um, yeah, you just got to listen to the Holy Spirit and make a move. So, so how would you, uh, what nugget would you tell people about the wisdom to move on from a career? I remember one day you called me when you were working at Lockheed. Remember this day and you were crying because you had got passed over again for another promotion. So at Lockheed Martin, Ave was probably one of the only black female engineers, right? Right, in my right. early years. And in her early years. And so, so when she called me at that time, I had left the school system and I was out there training and having a good time every week in a different city, staying in a suite. So she called me that day. Mm-hmm, drinking cappuccino and I said to her what are you doing on that job you have too many gifts and talents after you know after I let her cry mm-hmm. and, and so that was a seed I feel that I planted in her to begin to say come on out here in the deep waters and begin starting your business you're great at this yada 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 and so the lady who had contracted me I talked to her about contracting Ave and the rest is history but this is the funny part y'all this is friendship Ave got out there and guess what she surpassed me was I jealous no was I upset no I was happy for her she got millions of dollars worth of contracts I'm happy for her. I ain't trying to hold her back. I'm excited for her. I'm supporting her. And I subcontracted with her all of those years as the therapist, the counselor, yada, yada, yada. So so you see that friendships, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's in your life needs to push you, sharpen you, awaken you. Uh, pronounce words that you don't know want to make you go to the next level so with her and with me we've never been jealous insecure if she does something I say go for it girl if I do something she said go for it so I'm just saying to listeners Ave that that's what they need to look for in relationships what is your thinking on that I believe that has been the absolute key to our relationship being successful in that we're not trying to be be each other. Mm-mm. You walk in who you are. I walk in who I am. As we talked about earlier, those are two different dynamics. Um, there's never been a, well, I want to be successful at the cost of you not being successful mm-hmm. and or vice versa. We've always supported one another. I, I, I have called you with the craziest stuff. Girl, I think I heard from the Lord. And this time for me, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Constance has never said, girl, you sure about that? Oh, child, that's sounding kind of crazy to me. She would always be like, well, what are some of the steps you're going to have to make? Or, you know, well, yeah, you're good at that. And so, yeah, I don't doubt that you, you, you probably could do all right with that. You know, and so never a... Uh, and, and she may have thought it. I don't know. I had one friend. I bought a commercial building one time and the ceiling of the building, there was a not, building that had been built in 1941 and the ceiling of the building had collapsed. And you, I, could, I mean, you could literally stand there and look straight up at the sky. And uh, so I had a friend and he said, 
this years later, he told me that he said, I'll never forget when you took me to that building and you was all excited and you was like, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and, and I can do this to remodel and da, 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 da. He said, and I just couldn't get over. We were standing there and we were looking up at the sky and I was thinking to myself, what is she thinking? <laughs> you know? And mm -hmm. so, but you Constance, you have never uh, verbalized, even if you may have thought it. Oh my I never God. Thought it. You have always because you know words have power and so you have always spoken life and spoken forward movement and spoken success and spoken oh yeah you can do that you know even though I might be like you know FedEx oh my god how am I going to do that you would always be the supportive friend that said oh yeah you can do that yeah and for that I appreciate you I, yeah, I've gone with her in all of her buildings. We have crawled through buildings, through houses in different cities, through office places. And I, I've like, there has never been nothing in me. I'm, I'm talking to people now. That's why you need somebody on your level or higher that's going to sharpen you. I say it has to be a divine match, really. And, and so, you know, when I wrote my book and published my book, she was excited for me, vice versa. So it needs to be mutual reciprocal. When I have my meetings, she's at the registration table. When she, I always say, when she built, when she bought her big old mansion, uh, she don't like for me to say that. Uh, I was, she said, you're happier for me than I am. That's what Oprah said about Gail. She said, Gail is happier for me than I am myself. And she never sensed anything. So in all of her buildings, as a matter of fact, Ave found all three of my homes. Remember the home in the country? I was on the road traveling. She said, Constance, I think I found you a house. And I walked in there. I'm like, this ain't my house. And then the spirit just said to me, hold up, girlfriend. And I had such a wonderful time in that house. Then the house, uh, remember the house in North Atlanta, the town home, you went there and the lady who owned the house was my, was her sorority sister. And I just got in just like that. But then the house that I'm currently living, living in, Ave said, Constance, come on over from the North side with all of those stuck up bougie people. Come on over here to the South side. And so she, in the neighborhood that I'm in now, because the one word that I wanted was community. So, she, you know, she drives around. She's always looking at property. I mean, either for herself, she's always looking for property and real estate. So I don't know where I was. So she said, come on now in this subdivision. I went to one house. I'm like, mm -mm. we went to another house. I'm like, mm -mm. but when we came in this house, I'm like, yeah, this is it. So we're just sharing with you how a healthy relationship should look and feel like. And maybe because both of us have been in support groups, we've been in therapy, we dealt with our own codependency, our own issues, we're able to come together and realize that this person is not God. You know, right. she has totally different friends than me. I got totally different <laughs> friends than her. <laughs> And so, so we're just saying that anything else you'd like to say to people about career or in business, Ave? I would just say, listen to that still small voice. And when you know that you have heard, move on it. Not heard from people, because, you know, people will be the first to say, I'll never forget when I was getting ready to uh, leave Lockheed and do my 
uh, contract work. My daddy, my my father, whom mm-hmm. I respect, oh my God, and he has so much wisdom. But my daddy said, don't you leave that good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll never forget that. But guess what? I had heard from that still small voice. Mm, that's good. And I knew for myself that I had to leave that quote unquote good job or I would never really flourish and move in the fullness of what God really had for me. That's good. And so in your thinking, when the contract ended, your thinking was, well, that's behind me. That was good. God got something better for me. Is that what you were thinking? I trust in divine order in every area of my life. And it's it's like the serenity prayer, accept the things you cannot change. I couldn't change the fact that COVID came and the contract ended Mm -hmm. and and who knows when it was going to move forward. But guess what? All of my financial obligations were still with me. Mm-hmm. And then change the things you can. Okay, I can change my mindset. I can change the kind of business I'm doing and move in the direction that I'm being led and see what comes of it. And nothing but good things have come of it. And so I'm for that, I'm grateful. It's, it's not a, oh, I'm just such a, a magnificent businesswoman with all these great ideas. Uh, I do have some good ones, though. You do. It's more so of a leading and where I'm led, where, where, the, where the Holy Spirit leads me, I follow. Yeah. And you, got, you guys have heard me say many times, there is profit in stillness. When you are still, and it may come through, I know some of y'all, uh, y'all know my background as a Christian woman, but it may be a hunch, a hint. You may just feel something. An idea may keep coming to you over and over again that's the spirit talking to you about moving about shifting and changing because really um you have to change your mindset and change your thinking in order to bounce back so so you bounce back from your mom making her dying and then you bounce back from 20 years in one area and now you're doing something different let's talk about love Oh, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, we're going to talk about love (laughs) and relationships. So you've been married three times. We've got a lot of listeners out there right now and people who may watch this who might be going through a difficult relationship. Share about your relationships. Uh, Married three times and happily divorced. Um, First marriage, I counted up to just young and dumb. You know, yeah. we, you know, we did the typical. You, um, you marry, you, you date all through college, and so then, of course, that's naturally the person you're going to marry. You know, we were in that generation of people mm-hmm. date in college, and then you get married. That's that's what you do, and so that's what we did. We were too young, uh, not a good match, and um, and so over time, I began to grow. And, you know, I was in my D mode of moving forward and being successful in some things. And he was very laid back and wasn't really caring about being successful at much of anything. So the dynamics of just our personalities and our character of who we really were, of course, when we got married, we didn't know who. So as we began to grow and find out who we were and what we liked and our likes and dislikes, they were just totally opposite. And Dr. Phil, you know, all that opposites attract. 
Dr. Phil said, no, you got to have some, some things in common too. Similarity. And uh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And we didn't have much of that. And so it's no fault. Uh, as they say, no fault divorce. We got us a no fault divorce and just moved on. Uh, uh, got two wonderful children out of the deal and uh, just have no regrets. Now, the second and third marriage, I would say I was operating in the middle of my codependency tendencies to, you know, be the hero and uh, connected with men that had business savvy, you know, so we were real connected on, on the business side of things. Oh, God, my second husband was brilliant. <laughs> I just got to give it to him, you know, got to mm-hmm. give props what props are due. However, he was an addict. And, uh, and so when, when you come out of, uh, you know, addicts are like day and night. I met him, he wasn't using. And then when he transitioned back into uh, his using habits, et cetera, et cetera, he was a totally different person day and night. And I uh, was a person that I chose not to live with and not to raise my children who wasn't their father. Um, so again, I did the scurry and I moved on. And uh, with the third husband, you had the dynamics of infidelity. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was devastating because that one, I just, you know, because we, again, we vibed in business and I just knew, you know, the third time was a charm and oh Lord, I was charmed. <laughs> you were, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I was charmed for real. And uh However, I had to shake myself and realize who I was. And uh, not that I'm better than anybody else, but there has to be a level of respect in a relationship and especially in a marriage. And if you aren't going to be respected, ladies, (laughs) get out. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) And so during that time, you were in support groups around relationships. And I remember exactly where I was because I was on the road and you called me. I was training. I don't remember the city. It was a small town, but I had to go into this little book closet and you said, you told me he was cheating. Mm -hmm. And I, to hear that in your voice, and I did have some encounters with you guys because I live right down the street from you guys and I could see the pain in her. And, um, I would say, now, listen, Ave, you need to leave that man alone. I try to do my counseling with her. But when you were in love, what I I realized was was that because I loved her so much, I was trying to help her get out of that. But the the real truth is every woman has to make that decision for herself. And so I I sensed your pain and um, uh, it was a difficult time for you. And... um, but I saw you walk through it. I remember seeing you, even though you knew what was going on, you were like, Constance, I got to finish this bid. I got to write this proposal. Remember that. And I came down there. I'm like, how can you even be in your right mind emotionally and psychologically? But once again, that's a way of her shifting and changing. And it was a difficult situation so what else would you say to people about moving on from relationships well with that particular incident i'm glad you brought that up you also have to recognize when powers and principalities are trying to take you off course 
And so I was in the middle. I, you, you're right. I, I'm glad you took me back to that. You know how my I, memory is. I have a great so, memory. Great memory. I was in the middle of writing or answering a uh, request for a proposal. Mm-hmm. Then I got this information. My sister-in-law called me and just bared some, some honest truth because they did care about me and they could see what was happening in the relationship. And, and, uh, and her words were, you just don't deserve this, you know? And so I have been the one that draw the, the short straw of five sisters to be the one to tell you. And, uh, and God, I appreciate her honesty to this day. And, but you have to realize when powers and principalities are trying to take you off course. And so I recognized it for what it was, even though, yeah, it was a devastating moment. Uh, but again, back to the serenity prayer, accept the things I cannot change. If your husband wants to be a cheater and be out with other women, okay, then that's the case and, and that's what it's going to be. But right now, I'm trying to <laughs> line my business up so that when I get rid of this mofo, uh, I will have the money. <laughs> so I got to stay focused. Oh, Lord. got to stay focused. <laughs> And so, Ave, did you ever feel like that you would love again? You're in love now. You have an awesome man. But did you ever, I mean, after that, I'm talking to women and men, after you've been hurt and devastated by three divorces, how do you open up your heart again to love? Yeah, people used to say all crazy stuff. Well, I know you through with that. I know you through with that marriage thing. Why would I be? I mean, because I was still young. Was I even fought? I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like I was still at a place of, of where I had a whole lot of life in front of me. And so who wants to live the rest of their life, quote unquote, alone? Even my daughter, she said, Mom, I think you, you, you'd like to get married just for the sake of planning the wedding, you know, because I'm a developer. And so that whole planning the wedding thing was just so exciting. And she said, I think you'd like to get married just to be planned and all of that. But, uh, but no. I like the thought of marriage because um, who wants to be alone the rest of their life? Right. And so, but I have, I have made some shifts in that it doesn't have to be marriage. Uh, I am loving the companionship relationship that I'm in now because he gets me. I mean, we really get each other in business and, uh, and all <laughs> the other things of our lives. And so um, it's a good match, a good match. Yeah. And of course, with that third one, um, I had to look at some of the dynamics within myself. Okay, now what, what is it about you where I know the quote unquote, the man does the choosing, but you allowing yourself to be chose yeah. by these crazies, you know? And, uh, and so I had to go to do some group work and uh, change my thinking. And so, you know, my motto now, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, no more this, uh, uh, oh, oh, what I could do if I just had a good woman by my side, you know, none of that. If you haven't already done it for yourself, then you're not going to do it with me. So I shifted that mindset. And, uh, and none of this, uh, <laughs> this uh, taking on a man as a project, <laughs> uh, improvement project. I'm a developer, but you can't develop a person in, that don't want to be developed. And it's not your place in a man's life. Uh, to be his developer and his fixer and his, uh, you know, make him into 
the potential that you see that resides in him. No, he got to go make himself. Codependency. You're so nonsense. No nonsense, Ave <laughs> Marie. It's, it's coming through this interview. I tell you what, <laughs> your deep personality is coming through loud and clear. So in closing, what would you say to people about who are in different situations, maybe might be experiencing difficult times right now, might be feeling hopeless and uh, might feel shame about their choices. What would you say to listeners right now about how they can really change, uh, bounce back and really win? Because you're winning right now. Winning. Mm-hmm. Winning. I, I'm, I'm talking home run. Um, I would say everything starts with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then thoughts, your thoughts are like first base. And then your words are like second base and then your actions are like third base. And those three dynamics are what brings you around to home plate where you score and you win. Oh, wow. I like that. I oh, wow. Download. Ooh, that was a download. I got to write Ooh, that down. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, and so you've got to shift your thoughts Yeah. because well, I don't know if it's the word that says this or Emmett, Somebody, some book I read somewhere, it says, as a man thinking, as a woman thinking, as a person thinketh. Mm-hmm. So you got to shift your thoughts. You can't have your thoughts dwelling on, oh, woe is me. And all oh, these guys, they all did me wrong. And no, you allowed yourself to be chosen. And you opened yourself up to the dynamics of what happened in those relationships. And so shift your thinking. Like scurry, you know, if you see the dynamic that you're in is not working, shift, make a move and don't be afraid to make a move. If you take one step, the Holy Spirit that's with you and always with you will take two. And before you know it, you're on your path to winning. You're on your path to being successful. You're on your, for whatever that means, it's different for everybody. Uh, success success doesn't necessarily mean a million dollars to everybody success can mean uh, family and having the dynamics of love in your life success can mean being able to have to not go to a grind every day to be uh, at home doing what you love so everybody's definition of success is different but you got to shift your mindset and then you got to follow that up with some action all this you you know that the business (laughs) i'm in now is a lot more physically demand, demanding than uh, all the work I've been doing for 20 years. You know, I mean, standing up talking is work, preparing your speeches are work. Uh, so I have been working. However, it's a different dynamic. Shoot, now I'm in and out of a truck or a van, you know. And so I had to shift my thinking about that. Oh my God, this is, I'm tired, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> no, you gotta, this is what it's gonna take, I think. And so I had to shift my thinking and take mm-hmm. me a few Tylenol arthritis every now and then to keep me going. But you gotta so shift. Yeah. All manifestation and change begins first with your thinking. Mm-hmm. And so thinking is the beginning of any new manifestation or change. And uh, Ave Maria, I just appreciate you. Anything else you want to say? Uh, I, you have supported me during these 13 years. Remember when I first started the show, I was in that beautiful condo and had to slide down the steps. I was 
my foot was broken because I was the MC at your party. It's my birthday. Yeah, and so, but you Broke have been life. here for me during these 13 years and I love and appreciate you for that. Well, I love and appreciate your show. I love and appreciate the, the work. <laughs> Again, you know, you, you got to shift your thinking, but then you got to go to get to third base. You got to take some action. All of the work you have put into finding guests, reading their books before you interview them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all of the research that you do on your guests, you don't just bring, you know, anybody and everybody and all the work that it takes in between before we even get the whole sit down and put them on a microphone, all of the work that goes into that, girl, I applaud you. And 13 years of that, kudos, baby, kudos. Yeah. People don't Thank know the beside, behind the scenes of what mm -hmm. it really takes uh, to bring about all this good information that uh, the universe can, all the hundreds and millions of people that you have helped can yeah. glean from in the universe. Good work. Yeah, thank you. Well, everybody, I pray that this has helped you and listen to it again and again. Thank you so much, Ave Maria. If we had time, I would have her to sing Ave Maria because she can sing too, y'all. And as a matter of fact, in one of those weddings that I was in, Ave Maria was the song that you marched down the aisle on. Am I correct? It wasn't I, I, mm -hmm. And so, but she's a powerful woman. You guys can see why I'm so blessed and honored. And you may say, well, Constance, I don't have anybody. Well, pray for God, the spirit to send you a divine friendship. And some of y'all, I'm just saying this by the spirit right now, Ave, you need to release some of those old toxic draining, uh, jealous, uh, insecure relationships that are around you. And you may have a little season of isolation, but God will bring the right people to you that are aligned with what your current purpose, destiny, and calling is in your life. So release the old, like I've said, and, and so that you can be open to the new. Wow, we needed more time, everybody. <laughs> so everybody, make sure that you um, uh, uh, watch all of my shows. You know, I have over uh, 650, it might be 650, 660 wow. by now, archive shows. And when you go uh, to Law of Attraction Radio Network, there are so many ways you can listen to me. iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, Blog Talk. I think we're on 20 or 30 different platforms that you can listen to me. And it is amazing. And I'm so grateful for all of the millions of listeners who have followed me uh, over all of these years. But I want to give you a little taste of my personal life, my friendships, and just declaring and decreeing that God has great friendships for you so that you can change, bounce back, and always win. Make a decision to have a great week, everybody. Thank you, Ave Maria. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.